welcome to a special edition of the Big Red Dram. I'm your humble host, Jason Langrader. And, uh, you know, I was walking through a liquor store the other day and passed by a uh, lovely display um, of different whiskey glasses and was sitting there thinking to myself, standing there thinking to myself, actually, looking at the different glasses, A, thinking, that's not a bad price. (laughs) B, thinking, can I use another one? And C, thinking, well, none of them have a distillery on there I've been to yet, so I'm going to have to wait. So, but it made me think about if I'm an advocate of whiskey and I enjoy drinking bourbon, standard whiskeys, single malts, whatever, what is it um, that I should be drinking it out of? A lot of people... I would probably not be too far off by thinking that a lot of them just drink out of a standard tumbler, just a regular glass, uh, something you may have gotten with a Glenn Levitt glass gift set or the um, uh, Grey Goose gift set. I don't know. You know, this every gift set you see at like the Binnies down the street here for me, uh, there's always somebody that's got a gift set out there with two glasses in it. Um, sometimes you'll find a good single malt gift set with a couple of Glen Karen glasses in it. But what is it that I should be drinking out of? Well, that question is kind of like, what do you like to drink? It's all up to the individual. Um, personally, I have three or four different glasses that I use. Um, if I'm doing a straight up nosing where I'm looking to, or I'm taking one or two ounce tastings i'm going to use a glen karen glass um that's the old standby it's been around since 06 actually it's been around since 2001 it won the queen's award for innovation in 2006 um it's been around for a long time the glen karen glass is the go-to image that you will see with just about anybody that has some sort of imagery with, that has anything to do with whiskey um the glen karen glass is synonymous with whiskey drinking because it was the um, it was unique in its ability due to its shape to funnel the ethanol and the ar- aromatics of a whiskey and put it right into your nose. And the cool thing about that is, especially as a distiller, is it gives you the ability to to swirl the glass. If you've seen a standard Glencairn glass, it's got a kind of a stubby bottom base to it. You're starting to see more stems now on there, kind of like a typical wine glass with that same sort of tulip design. Um, but the standard Glencairn is kind of what I use. I don't have any with a stem yet, but that that bulbous base is to kind of hold the, the liquor, the whiskey in it, to kind of swirl it around to activate the, the ethanol and the aromatics of the whiskey. And then you have that nice uh, contoured shape that kind of funnels it all into a nice small round opening at the top. And that allows you to kind of get your nose in there. And, you know, you want to switch nostrils when sniffing it. You're giving a nice inhale on it to kind of get those different flavor notes that each side can pick up. But it also allows for an interesting sip. It also illuminates, gives you a good look. It also helps with the tears or legs. Um, it's a great standard. Um, it's it's a perfect tool for what it is. It's, it's, again, ideal for sampling. It's ideal for tastings. It's ideal for nosings. It's ideal for a lot of things. It's kind of a jack-of-all-trades with whiskey glassware, and that's what makes it kind of fun. 
also it's very collectible because just about every place you go to visit is going to have one on the gift shop shelf to kind of give you a little memento of a distillery that you visited. For me, that's been my signature. I've been collecting them for the typically for the distilleries that I go to. The only one being Kilholman, um, because I got it in a gift set. <laughs> so it came with the Makir Bay that I bought, and it had two Kilholman distillery glasses in it. So I wanted to grab it because I wanted everything from Isla, um, as you all know. So, uh, but I haven't been there yet. But I'm planning to go there, so I will not buy one when I go there unless it's something new. But it's a cool, they have a cool logo. Um, it's a great glass. That is your standard. Now, they come in a six fluid ounce, and they also come into a smaller, they come in a smaller one that you typically see on the tours. Um, now, the Ardbeg and the Lafroy Tour gave a much smaller glaring Cairn glass, which is really. I didn't really find it useful as far as nosing, but it was good as far as sampling. Um, when you're running around in a distillery trying different things, it's it's a nice little keepsake. It serves a purpose as far as um, it fits in like a little lanyard to keep around your neck. So it was kind of ideal, especially at the Lafroig and the um, the Ardbeg tours. It was ideal for for kind of just hanging out and and sampling different whiskeys with. But it's not very useful for nosing. But there are two different sizes to the Glen Cairn glass standard. Now they also have what uh, the Copita, and they have which is their stemmed nosing glass. You'll see the use of that glass a lot in the um, Scotch a big red dream, a big red dram. I almost said the title of my show. Ugh. It's been a long day. Now I should have learned my lesson. <clears throat> after doing the Bunahaven episode, talking half tired, actually I'm a little, not as tired as I was that night, um, and just butchered my Karachvona um, podcast because I kept trying to tell people that it's not peated and it is. Uh, don't, 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 don't podcast while tired. The Glen Cairn Copeta, it was seen on Scotch A Golden Dream. Um, it was a... Uh, it's got the stem, it's got the same tulip shape, but it's not as aggressive in the base where it's got the, the standard Glencairn has more of a, a, a rounded bulb at the bottom and then tapers in. The Copita is more refined all the way through, um, but you see that they're using that to kind of not alter the, the temperature of the whiskey when they're nosing and sampling, them being distillers, um, whiskey drinkers. Some people prefer that. I think it's more of a uh, personal preference because if, if the base of the standard glass is a little awkward to hold, um, the stem does make a nicer um, way to hold the glass. Ah, I don't really know that it matters. Um, do they perform any different? I haven't had any experience with the Copa. I can't imagine by looking at it, it would be any different. I know Benny's has one, but I haven't really had a desire to buy one. Um, but it's the go-to right it's the it's the it's the standard as far as whiskey glasses go now i've seen other designs i've seen some french designs that have a, a wider base similar shape um but it also sits on like a metal plate that cools the whiskey from below if you like a chilled whiskey versus a neat you know room temperature 
Um, also has an aggressive coaster. I forget the name of that company. Um, but I know the one that you've probably heard of too that's coming around is the Norlin glass. Now, the Norlin glass is interesting. This one's been is a is a handcrafted. It was digitally made by an Icelandic um, designer. Very aggressive um, in its appearance. It's very unique in its appearance. Um, it was also refined with master distiller Jim McCoon. So if Jim had his hands in it, you know it's a legitimate product. Um, their their main spiel is that it um, what it does is kind of aerates the ethanols a little bit more so it's not as potent when it hits you in the nose um, what that allows is for you to get more of the aromatics of the whiskey their their whole thing is to kind of create an artistic visual when you're drinking out of the glass now i'll tell you i was gifted this by my cousin and her husband um, they were very kind to get me a set of these um, they felt that doing a podcast about whiskey i should have a premier whiskey glass and i couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, I tried it with some Eagle Rare the other day. Um, I haven't really given it a good run through yet, but I will tell you this. Um, it's stunning to look at. It's it's fun to hold. It's a two-piece design, so it's got an inner and an outer. Um, so it looks pretty amazing, actually. Um, the base shape within is still similar to... Um, in a more slimline version of the Glencairn glass, it still has kind of the the rounded bulbous base. It tapers a bit towards the top and then flares out again. Now that flare is what is supposed to kind of help um, bring those aromatics out. The idea is to aerate it and then kind of focus the aromatics right down the middle so that it's in a wider dispersal pattern versus the narrow... Uh, focus that the ethanol gets right up your nostril with a copita or a standard um, so it's more of a refined process to kind of give you that that aromatic and the other neat thing too is the little wedges that it has at the base um, they kind of protrude from the glass which is interesting and what that is designed to do is help was you swirl it a little bit to kind of activate the aromatics within the, the whiskey to all really kind of give this interesting experience. Now, who in the world would have thought this up? I couldn't tell you. Wizards and magicians, mostly. The same category I put on distillers. Um, but these guys really did their homework. And the cool thing about it is, is that it was a kick, it was a uh, Kickstarter-funded program, and they went above and beyond when the glass was originally launched as far as the money they made towards it. Um so it was publicly funded at first and they've just gone gangbuster since now some of their products that they are currently working on are pretty hefty in price they have a uh a aluminum dropper with a uh crystal carafe that i think is going they're looking for 350 for it a little steep but it's good looking and they also have a um decanter that is pretty stunning to look at to be honest um, but that's also about 350 but they're very um, into the sculpted design of it and they're pushing the envelope on what you can do with glass and I think it's interesting um, 
it's interesting what they're doing. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye on them. I really am. The glassware, like I said, I've had a limited experience with it. But again, I, I, I found it interesting with the Eagle Rare because it was the ethanol punch to the face, which I'm a guy that likes. Um, however, I can be open to other things. <laughs> Hence me going to bourbon. But um, it does. It cuts it down a bit. Now, the other interesting thing is the... Um, when you pour it in the glass, if you see my Instagram page, I did a slow motion pour on it, which was kind of fun, although I kind of muffed the pour, but whatever. With me and my whiskeys, there's not a lot I can do for retake, so it was a one and done. Um, but what it's neat about it is is that like on the rim, they kind of solidify the two pieces at the rim and melt the glass together to connect to. When you actually pour the whiskey in, it, it looks stunning as you look down the glass, but it really gives kind of a glow, like it illuminates the glass, um, which I, even in light, standard light, it looks pretty phenomenal. But when you're doing it just in general, it looks, it's eye-catching. It's a conversation piece. It really is. And it also is easier to drink out of too, which is another one of their goals was to kind of keep it so that you could still maintain eye contact, which I didn't think was a problem with the Glencairn glass. But uh, that was one of the things they were pushing. So very interesting glass. I'm looking forward to, to uh, some of my more potent single malts in there. I, I think I'm going to do my Glenfarclas 105, which is my end-all, be-all, mind-bending whiskey that I love to drink. Um, but I'm going to save that for that one because I've nosed that bottle a lot. And I'm looking forward to nosing it with the uh, Norlin glasses. So those are your nosing glasses typically. Like I said, there's other makers out there, but those are the big two um, that you're kind of seeing a big push advertising-wise right now. Glencairn is, really doesn't advertise as much, but it's everywhere. And the Norlin glass is a newer um, startup that's really starting to make a name for itself. And again, if Jim McCune is behind it, you know it's good. Um, so those are your glasses for nosing, sipping, sampling, trying out different um, different malts, different whiskeys. What about a mixed drink? Now, if I'm going to have a nice old-fashioned, um, my favorite old-fashioned currently is actually a hybrid um, old-fashioned that uh, I got from a restaurant, sorry, a speakeasy from Chattanooga called Unknown Caller. At the time, it was London Calling, but they changed their name uh, to Unknown Caller. Now, they were very kind. Um, we went there when I was down in um, Chattanooga for my grandmother's memorial, and uh, they actually um, sent me the recipe. They told me how they made their old-fashioned that we really, really liked. I'm like, hey, you guys had this old-fashioned we that we had when we were down there. had Luxardo cherries in it and something else. You, you know, Would you be able to tell me what else you put in it? And they gave me the recipe straight up. So I thought that was really cool of them. It was an ounce of Buffalo Trace, an ounce of Sazerac rye, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, a five drops of bitters, um, aromatic bitters, Luxardo cherries, the Luxardo cherries. I'm telling you, Luxardo cherries, you got to get them. Luxardo cherries and then uh, orange garnish. Phenomenal. But when I have that, I can't have it in just any glass. So I have it in a crystal tumbler. It's actually a Waterford crystal tumbler. Now, if you get a tumbler, you, you know, the standard ones that you get in a gift set from the liquor store are not very heavy. They're not, I like a weighted glass. I think there's just something about it. The Waterford ones I have is a Lismore 
Um, it's just got such a great base to it. Slightly rounded bottom, beautiful pattern. It's just, I love drinking out of it because it's just the heft, the weight behind it. Um, I think Norlin actually makes a rocky tumbler or it's called a rock tumbler or something um, that is unique in its appearance also. Um, yes, the rock, the rock heavy tumbler, R-A-U-K heavy tumbler. Um, that's an individual glass that sold for 50 bucks. It's a little bit less expensive than a Waterford, I'll tell you that much. It's got a unique, interesting shape to it as well. Um, it looks cool. And the cool thing about both Norrin glasses is that if you're looking to do kind of a blind tasting, you want something a little different, they have a black glass as well. I know the black glass, I've, from the pictures I've seen online, really illuminates with the whiskey. And if the light hits inside of it, it refracts and it looks really intense. Um, so again, give that a look. But I know Waterford makes good stuff always. I mean, the important thing is if you're getting a tumbler for mixing, because the the Norlin glass, the nosing glass, and the, the Glencairn, you can't put ice in them because they're not designed for ice. Um, they're a little delicate, so you don't want to put ice in them. You want a heavy tumbler for something like that if you enjoy your whiskey on the rocks highly recommend you go out and get one that is meets your individual taste meets your criteria for what you think a tumbler should be invest a little money in it get two get four um, especially if you want to have old fashions or manhattans with your friends um, do it i promise you won't be disappointed now you've got a half dozen Glen Cairn glasses, you've got a half dozen buddies coming over, and you've got a half dozen bottles of bourbon or single malt that you want to have a tasting with. But the problem is, you're an aficionado, and you have got all cask strength booze. So what are you going to do to kind of lighten the load a little bit? Well, you need a good craft, and you need a good dropper. Now, people like water jugs, too. I, You know, I... <sighs> I prefer the precision of a dropper. Water jugs. I know Glen Karen makes another one. It's an Iona, I think. Um, they all have kind of a thing. Now, I was telling you about the Northern one, too, which is a little steep. Um, but it's beautiful. Personally, for me, I've got a water carafe. I don't like the jug because I like the precision of drops. Just adding individual drops to a dram. Um, because that's something that's measured and something that you can journalize which we'll get to that in a minute you can write down and record journalize is that even a word uh there i go making up crap again so a water carafe it's a glencairn water carafe that i found on amazon um i think it's an older one because it doesn't have um ardenhoe on it yet but it has all of the current isla malts including uh the uh peating peating uh, warehouse of uh, Port Allen. They still peat, uh, smoke the, the barley and the grain for a lot of the distilleries on Isla. So Port Allen is still listed on here, um, but uh, Ardenhoe is not. But I like the way it looked. It's very, it's tall, it's thin. It kind of reminded me of the overall shape of a Glencairn glass. So that's my water carafe. Now the dropper, now the dropper is something special. So the one I have is actually a hand-blown piece of art from uh, Angel Share Scotland. They hand make these droppers and they're very beautiful. Um, I really, really like it. 
it's interesting it's unique you don't see them everywhere um, you can get them on amazon it's a slight slight learning curve mainly because it's a little bit different <laughs> it's it the process is still the same but just the precision of getting the drops out is just a matter of how coordinated you are with your thumb <laughs> and uh, i can be clumsy at times but it's a beautiful piece it's it's tapered it actually kind of matches a Glen Cairn in a way um and it's very it's breathtaking shape actually and it has a nice little pot still on top that they colored copper which is very cool to look at so if you're looking for a cool dropper it's it is a statement piece it is an attention getter it's something that i think that you will like to add to your collection because um, i know everyone that's going to look at it is going to want to talk about it so it's something definitely cool it's worth it it's not that expensive i think it's like 30 bucks it might even be less than that and again it's stunning very well made um just it's cool so and last but not least the last thing that i think that you need when you're getting into whiskey um of any kind is you need a good journal um something bound i have a small one it's a it's about the size of a small book kind of like the uh michael jackson's guide to single malt whiskey size um, i bought it at kalila i think most distilleries actually have them um you can find them just about anywhere it's great to keep notes. Write yourself a little something in the beginning of the book, um, and then just take notes. Write down what it is that you like, the things you smell, the things you taste. Do you enjoy the nose? Do you enjoy the body of it? Do you enjoy the finish? Those are the kind of things I write down. It's that way I can fall back on it. And it's also nice to do if you're at someone's house and you're drinking all their whiskey. <laughs> it's something you can do to write down notes so that you can find, if there's bottles you want to get at some point in time, you got, you know, a pretty well thought out journal entry to kind of guide your own personal opinion, so to speak, to when you're ready to go out and pull the trigger and buy a few bottles for yourself. So that is the special edition of the Big Red Dram. Again, just a couple of notes about different glassware and some options for you to pick up a few things. And, uh, you know, it's how you build your collection and how you go about these things is all up to you, right? It's all about the discerning connoisseur that you, the individual, is. There's no right or wrong way to do it. That's the best part about whiskey and collecting and enjoying each dram uh, one day at a time is that it's your own opinion. No, There's no right or wrong opinion. You're going to love some things. You're going to hate some things. Some people may not like that. Eh, you don't need them, right? It's That's the best part about it. Again, you'll hear me say this ad nauseum throughout my podcast career, as long as it may or may not go, is that whiskey's a journey for you to take. And you're going to find people that feel and, and think about whiskey the same as you. You're going to find some people that don't. The best part about it is, is that you get down, you sit at a table, you surround yourself with those people, and you talk about it it's opinions that's why that's why opinions are great because it spurs conversation and you all can have a good time talking about different different whiskeys it's great so anyway i will close with that but i hope you enjoyed this little tidbit of information about these different glasswares and i know it's kind of just a skimming the surface there's really we didn't really cover a lot of them but we kind of covered just the the basic shapes and some of the more popular items that are out there to get 
Um, but those are really the, th the the four things that you really need. A good nosing glass, a good uh, dropper, a good water delivery vessel, or a carafe or a jug, and then some way to apply it to your dram, whether it be a dropper or if you do like the jug, um, just dropping a little water in there. Hell, it could be a plastic bottle for all I care. Um, it doesn't really matter, right? It's all <laughs> It's all based on what you like. And then don't forget a journal, something to write it all down with so that you have a good roadmap of your journey through through whiskey. So with that, again, I thank you for listening as always, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, if you have any feedback you'd like to leave me, feel free to reach out on Instagram or I'm on Twitter, The Big Red Dram. And uh, sooner or later, there'll be a pod uh, podcast. This is a podcast, a website and uh, an email address, too. So, again, thank you so much for listening. And, hey, go out there and enjoy whiskey one gram at a time.